Welcome to the Alliance Sacred Alchemy podcast. I'm Raspreet Sagu, and I teach you how to manifest in a way that actually works for you and leads you to your soul's path and purpose by creating your own customized manifesting framework without the believe it and achieve it or think positive and vibe high mindset stuff that doesn't really take into account your lived experiences. If you're a conscious creator and ready to live your wildest dreams instead of just fantasizing about them or trying to manifest them, then listen on as I bring spiritual principles to life through grounded experiences and real life situations so you can be in a state of receiving and courageously manifest in and on purpose. Hello everybody and welcome to this episode where I'm going to be talking to you about using the mindset and healing work effectively in your manifesting framework so that the things that you keep asking for, all the things that you're doing, that inner work and that belief work and all the stuff that you're doing to manifest can actually show up for you. Today I'm going to be sharing more about becoming aware of when you've outgrown the tools that you've been using previously and how to upgrade them so the effort that you're putting into your inner work and the manifesting can be fruitful. I'll be sharing with you how you get to create your own manifesting framework that's in alignment with your soul's path and purpose. And we'll be touching base on how to activate your unique manifesting blueprint by customizing the tools and practices and all that practical grounded action that you're taking so as to manifest whilst you're getting to the other side of your breakthrough with all the healing and all the mindset work and all that inner work so you can be supported in manifesting your bigger vision. Quite often, I find that people get trapped in this binary reality where they feel like they need to strive for perfectionism, where they need to cultivate the perfect mindset with the perfect emotional state where you're vibing high, feeling positive and all that jazz. But I'm here to share with you an unpopular opinion about manifesting, which is that you can be a hot mess and still manifest. And that's not to say that you don't get to work on that inner stuff and the inner traumas and the or do all the belief work and all the things, but all of that work can be done in tandem to actualizing your desires. You do not need to put your desires on hold before you can get to this perfect state where you can manifest, right? And I know this from personal experience. I know this from the hundreds and hundreds of clients that I have facilitated over the years. And time and time again, this is what I see, is that the people that go on to manifest successfully haven't got to that perfect state. They have learned how to do some of the things that we're going to be discussing today. And finally, I'm going to be sharing with you the five things you need to access your own manifesting blueprint, which is essentially your own instruction manual that guides you to have all the success, the joy, the abundance, the growth, the happiness, the prosperity and all of the things, anything else that you desire 
in this lifetime, that you desire to experience in this lifetime. So, without further ado, let's begin. Now, I'm going to share with you my journey And the reason I'm doing this is so that you can be inspired and you can see where you're going through your own version. So as I'm talking about all these stuff and sharing these stories, please do pay attention to where you might recognize yourself in this. So there's been points in my life, points in my journey of transformation that where I absolutely adored, I loved doing the healing and the mindset work. And it really did help me to move forward. In fact, I think at that phase of my transformation, if I hadn't been focusing on the healing and the mindset work, I don't know that I would have been able to move through all the sludge to get to the other side and actually be where I am today. But what was happening was as I was doing this healing and this mindset work and all of those things, after a little while, I started to notice that the big leaps that I was experiencing when I first started out were becoming less and less frequent. And then it came to this kind of slowdown and this point where things started to plateau a little bit for me. And this is a pattern that I see so often with clients where they're spending all the time doing so much of the inner work and they're pretty disciplined about it. But then they seem to hit this brick wall. It's like this invisible barrier where they cannot move through and things just start to tail off and hit that plateau. And it's almost as if either they just can't seem to create the mindset shift, so they aren't shifting the root beliefs that actually create the change on a lasting basis, or they find that it's temporary relief, but before long, they're running into the same challenges over and over again and having to do deeper work again and again. So it feels like they're looping and back at square one after a little while. If, like my old self, you're at a point where you're tired of doing the inner work and even starting to get irritated and not have the motivation you once had to keep doing that inner work, the healing, the mindset shifting because you're not really seeing the results, then lean into this conversation. It's for you. Firstly, let me reassure you that you are not alone. I have gone through this myself and I see many of my clients get stuck in this phase, this phase where you're feeling frustrated and demotivated. And if you resonate with being in this space, then it's a signal that you've simply outgrown whatever tools, healing or practices that you've been using thus far. Or at the very least, you may need to adjust them to update them to the newer version and the new energy that you are embodying right now. Because as you've been using these tools in the past, there are things that have been shifting and some of these energetic shifts are subtle. They're not really obvious. They're not always tangible. They're not quantifiable, but they are happening in the background. And so if your energy has shifted and you're still doing the same things that the old version, the old energetic signature that you once used to embody was 
being at the time, then it may just require a little bit of a shift in the tools or maybe it may require that you use different tools now because you've outgrown those, right? So it may be an indication if you're feeling this way, the frustration and things are just looping round and round, that you're now primed for a new way of having your breakthroughs and healing that will actually translate into the results that you're after. And that's because, like I said before, you're now at a stage where you get to progress, where you get to move into the next evolution of the inner work, because you've already received the benefits from what you've been doing, or what you've been doing in the past, what you're doing right now, and Right now, your energy is wide open to go even deeper. And that is the possibility that I'm inviting you to play with today. Maybe you already know this deep down. Maybe you don't quite know what this new and more evolved way is, but there's this kind of feeling inside that there's a different way here. There's a different possibility here. Perhaps you haven't seen it being modeled before and can't quite put your finger on what that might be for you. So let's talk about this a little bit more and activate a new possibility for you today. So I actually teach people how to create their own manifesting framework that is in alignment with their soul's path and purpose. And within that, I guide them on how to activate their unique manifesting blueprint by customizing the tools, the practices and the practical action that they are taking to manifest to their brains, customizing them to their lived experiences, to their unique energetic signature, to their current lifestyle, and to their desires, right? Because this is so important because A lot of times I see people trying to replicate somebody else's manifesting framework and then getting frustrated because maybe it's working to a degree, but it's not working in a sustainable way. And the reason for that is because it hasn't been customized to your lived experiences, which is very unique to you. Um, Your energetic signature, the way your energy flows, the way you're wired for success, the way you're wired to create, what motivates you, your core motivation, the energetic motivation that really helps you. It's all of these things are going to be completely unique to you. So if you are replicating someone else's framework, you're actually operating from somebody else's frequency. And that Number one is really difficult for you to sustain in the long term because it doesn't come naturally to you. You're going against what's natural for you. And secondly, what happens is that your desires, your desires have a consciousness and they cannot find you because you're operating on somebody else's path or purpose or from their frequency. And so there's a mismatch of energy, there's a misalignment, and that desire will always just be in energetic form and it can't make its way to the portal where it gets to actualize in your physical reality. 
And this is the reason why when I'm working with people, it's really about getting them in tune with their own manifesting style, their own manifesting rhythm, what their current lifestyle is, what kind of tools are going to work for them and all of the things. So they're not just regurgitating and replicating someone else's way of manifesting, but anchoring into their own unique brand of magic to manifest in a way that they're literally wired for success. And one of the questions that I often get asked is, where do the mindset and healing work come into all of this, Ras? Because you still teach and facilitate people with that aspect. And does that mean that we don't need that in our manifesting framework? I get this especially from clients and people who've been following me on my Instagram for a while. And here's the thing. This is where I invite you to zoom out of this binary reality that it either has to be one thing or another. What I'm saying is not to just focus on that inner work and the mindset and the healing, but to do it in a way that's actually going to be effective, to do it in a way where you're not using the very tools that are supposed to be helping you and supporting you with your manifesting against yourself. So you're using these concepts, the law of attraction, the law of vibration, you know, trying to vibe high through feeling positive and reaching out for those feel good feelings. Like there is truth in all of those things that are being taught. And there is also what I see, at least people out there who use those concepts and weaponize them against themselves. And so my invitation and what I teach people is really how to use those tools and things effectively, not just bypass your feelings, honor your humanness, honor the fear, the lack, what's going on in your nervous system, how you're being triggered physically, emotionally, mentally, all of the things, and then build that into your manifesting framework. This is why I teach that way. So when I'm being asked, where do the mindset and healing work come into all of this? How do we fit it all in? How do we integrate all of that into our manifesting framework? This is my response. You don't need to. Don't get me wrong. As I said, those tools can be very valuable. Doing the healing work, the inner work can be very valuable If it makes you feel better and if it helps you to get to the place where there is emotional neutrality and diamond sharp clarity with exactly what your next step is to support your manifestations and those next steps, those action steps that you're taking in real time, they're actually aligned. They're aligned with how your brain works. They're aligned with how you function in your human form. They're aligned with your energetic form. And they're aligned with your desired future. If the tools that you're using are doing that for you, then absolutely include those things in your framework. But what I really want to offer your brain right now is that they're not essential. Nothing is essential. You don't have to go out there and learn more things. You can just use what you know now, 
what your soul knows. And that's going to be far more powerful and effective for you than trying to find someone to tell you how they do it or how it works for them. Like it doesn't have to be a particular modality that is superior to what you already know now, like Reiki, Theta Healing, hypnotherapy, past life regression, astrology, RTT, or access consciousness, NLP, and all the rest. There's so many beautiful modalities and tools and training out there. All of them have their merits. All of them are brilliant in their own right. And you get to choose what is most resonant with you in that season of your transformation of your life. And also remember, those are other people's frameworks. This is what I'm really sensing now more than ever before, that all these amazing tools and modalities are other people's instruction manuals on how to be human or how to manifest or how to heal. Even human design, gene keys, healing, coaching, which are some of the tools that I personally use and love to facilitate my clients with. It's all brilliant stuff and I'm not taking away from the power of all of these things. But what I am saying is that none of it is more powerful than you are. You aren't inferior to the tools or the modalities that you choose to use. They should be a support to you, not something that is higher up in the food chain where it becomes a hierarchy that those things that you're using or those tools or those modalities or those teachers or those coaches are actually more powerful than you. Those things are supposed to be supportive in what you are doing, not the be all and end all. Like, you know, once you're trained as an analyst in human design, for example, then you know how to function as a human. Then you know what your energetic signatures are and how your energetic circuitry will affect your manifesting. Or once you have learned your astrological design, then you know what to do or how to manifest or what the best time to manifest is or what the planets are doing, and how that affects you. When you have downloaded the right belief and got to that perfect mindset, then you can manifest. Like That's a very binary and disempowering way of using the tools, which by the way, if you're doing that, you're using them against yourself. You're weaponizing them against yourself. As much as I love human design and theta healing and the coaching and everything that I personally use, I don't believe that you need to be aware of all of those things to know how you function, to know how you manifest. You already intuitively know it and are living it every single day and you have been since the day you were born anyway. What those tools may help you with is putting things into context in a cognitive fashion and helping your brain to become consciously aware of certain things that are going on in the background. That's where they can be really, really powerful and helpful. 
But there seems to be this drive for people to need to be trained in certain things, in certain modalities that have come from one person, if you think about it. It's one person's perspective, one person's channeling, one person's wisdom, their soul's wisdom, which is true and correct for them. And yes, they get to teach it to others who resonate, but it doesn't mean that you have to take that for gospel. You have your own wisdom, your own manifesting blueprint, your own intuition, your own instruction manual that guides you to have all the success, all the joy, the abundance, the growth, the happiness, the prosperity and anything else that you desire in life. You came born equipped with everything that you needed to have the most beautiful life And any experience that you wish to create here while you're here on this planet. And all that wisdom is already encoded within your very DNA. It's already within you. So how do you access that? If that wisdom is already within you, if that ability and that capability is already within you, then how do you access it? I get asked this question all the time and for me personally it's been something that is quite natural and I had to think about what I did. So here are five things that I came up with when I reverse engineered how I do things, how I've successfully manifested the life that I once dreamt of, that I once thought maybe might not be possible for me. Right. So five things to access that wisdom that's already within you. Here we go. Number one is to trust yourself more. Trust yourself more than you trust anyone else on this planet. And this requires you to radically change the relationship that you have with yourself to one that is more kind, more compassionate, loving, caring, gentle, forgiving, and having so much grace with yourself as you do the deeper work to address your internalized trauma, the oppression, the fears, the socialism, and the unexpected plot twists that life sometimes throws your way that can derail you. Number two is to be more committed to what you truly desire than anyone else on the planet. This is not what others expect or think you should want, but what truly lights you up. So ask yourself, if everyone aligned and agreed with me and I had all the money and the support in the world, what would I love to be, do or have? What is it that I want beyond others' expectations or beyond trying to fulfill my responsibilities that I have towards all my loved ones or beyond what others are expecting of me or beyond what others are telling me? that I should want. And contemplate on that for a few days. See what comes up for you. And then notice all the places where you have compromised or deviated or put things you really desire at the bottom of your priorities list. Number three is to lean into the discomfort of all the emotional triggers that may arise for you. 
And this is really important so you understand when you're operating from your traumas versus your intuition and therefore are operating from a mode of survival, of lack, of fear, rather than overflow, love, joy, abundance and thriving. This is so important. This is what I call emotional intelligence. Tuning into your emotional intelligence without running away because those feelings are uncomfortable. Because some of that internalized trauma or some of the things that have happened, your lived experiences may bring up some emotions for you. They may trigger something. And a lot of times what people will do is they'll bury those emotions because they're trying to vibe high or they think that they need to be feeling more positive. So they reach out for their journals and they do their gratitude in an attempt to change how they're feeling in the moment. And that's all well and good. But the thing about that is that just because you've now pivoted in that moment doesn't mean that you have resolved or regulated that emotion within you. And so the next time an experience happens or your circumstances change, that feeling is not only going to be triggered, it's going to be amplified because you're not dealing with it and it just gets bigger and bigger and louder and louder. So really tuning into your emotional intelligence so you understand when you're operating from your traumas versus your intuition is going to be really, really powerful. And number four is to connect to your true identity. And what I mean by this is it's not that mask that you put on, that performance that you put on to be loved and accepted by others to fit in. But the authentic version of you that is fully expressed in themselves. The version of you that's okay with receiving judgment or criticism from others. And if you're triggered, that you have the emotional intelligence to regulate and process your own stuff. So, so important. Being connected to that true identity. And a lot of times what I see is that people go so long playing this role that they think they need to play as a way to be loved, as a way to be accepted, as a way to fit in, that they forget or they disconnect from who they truly are and what their true identity is. So it's really important to explore where you're not being your authentic self, where you're not feeling like you can express yourself, so therefore you are diluting what you want to say or you're not saying it at all maybe you're not expressing yourself all of those things are taking you away and diluting your true identity and then the fifth element is to connect to other human beings who are also doing this deeper work for themselves you don't need to figure it all out on your own and do it all by yourself I know that We have been conditioned in our society to be independent, to not to tread on anyone's toes. And, you know, a lot of us feel that way, that we're a burden if we're asking for support or we're tapping into other people's resources and things like that. But you really don't need to figure it out on your own. Humans are actually designed for connection. They're designed for collaboration, for co-creation. So a lot of the times I will share with my clients that 
Who else is in your field? Who else is in your network that can support you in co-creating your desire? A lot of the times, the people who tend to be attracted to work with me are those people who have a massive vision for the future, for the planet. Um, So yes, they're doing the work that they want to manifest for themselves, but there is a bigger piece as well. And that bigger piece requires multiple people to help bring it all together. There are things that you are not going to be able to manifest all on your own. You need that collaboration. You need that deep connection. You need those relationships of reciprocity with others. So sometimes your manifestations actually require another human being to provide that support, to provide some resources maybe. Maybe it's to provide encouragement or the energetic contribution that activates your own energetic circuitry which then goes on to create this continuous flow of energy to call in, hold and sustain your desires as well. In essence, I'm not saying that you will never benefit from learning more things or exploring other tools or modalities for deeper healing and integration work. I'm not even saying that you should learn another modality or tools And do this thing that I do or that I teach. But here's what I am inviting you to do instead. Forget all of the things that you think you already know. Approach manifesting with a beginner's mind. Forget about all the modalities. Forget about all the healing. Forget about all the tools just for a moment just to get some perspective, just to get some breathing space and clear the white noise of other people's frameworks from your field. Then find your own. Do your own thing. Engineer your own framework using your intuition, your emotional intelligence, your body's intelligence. And it's not to say that you will never use any of these other tools or modalities or anything. But when you do, you do it in a way that works for you, in your way. So you get to make adjustments to honor your life, your desires, your current lifestyle and your own personal energetic flows. You put your own spin on things and stop trying to replicate what seems to work for others. And this requires courage. This requires the courage to be able to experiment and do things and fail and lean into the failure to learn what actually works for you and those things that don't. I have been experimenting all my life with my manifesting journey, with my personal development journey. I have done a lot of things. I have trained in a lot of modalities and so much coaching and all of the things. And what I found to work for me is when I experiment, when I'm willing to fail, when I'm willing to get it monumentally wrong and then sit back, reevaluate, look at what happened and glean the wisdom from that so that I can apply it to 
my current manifesting framework. This is something I share with my clients all the time. Your manifesting framework is a consciousness. It's a real living, breathing thing. And you get to update it on a daily basis. In fact, if you aren't reviewing and you're still doing the same things as you were doing before, it's highly likely that there is some kind of disconnect or misalignment with the things that you're doing And that's why your stuff isn't manifesting. So put your own spin on things. Reevaluate. Keep updating and upgrading your manifesting framework. And stop trying to replicate what seems to work for others. And, And the other thing is that manifesting gets to be fun, dear listener. You get to be surrounded by people that you love, who love you, who appreciate you, who value you. And they celebrate you and they genuinely are your supporters. You get to have ease and flow. Honestly, it really doesn't need to be so hard. It doesn't really need to be serious all the time and all about getting the perfect mindset and, you know, changing all the negative things about you. It can be fun. Even if you're doing the deeper trauma work and the nervous system work and all of that kind of stuff, It can be fun. It doesn't need to be the dark night of the soul type of thing. And it doesn't need to be hard. I have so many people who shy away from doing this work and actually receiving the support to do this work because they feel like it's going to be too much work. I don't have enough time. I can't sit there and do all of this inner work myself. I have clients many times who will say to me, oh, Ras, can you just facilitate me with this thing I'm going through and I teach this particular tool um, called the model where they get to do this work I empower people to do the work on their own so they don't have to use me as a crutch me or any other coach or healer as a crutch that they can do this work in real time as and when their experiences are exploding in their lives right because life doesn't wait for you for the most convenient moment before it sends you across the latest drama or trauma or life's plot twist, right? It just happens in real time. So you cannot always plan for your shit to hit the fan just in time for a coaching session, right? So what I what's really important for me is that people have these tools that they get to use in real time. So they're not delaying their healing or their shift or their breakthrough because they're either waiting for someone to come and coach or facilitate them, or they're waiting for someone to rescue them, that damsel in distress kind of thing, right? And so I take them through this particular tool, and often I'll have clients who will say to me, oh, Ras, I didn't do the the thing, I haven't used the tool because I'm afraid I'm going to spiral down. I'm afraid that I'll get so spiraled down into the the whole trauma and the emotional turmoil that comes with that particular trauma that I'm not going to be able to get myself out of it. So what I did was I waited for our Voxer coaching or our coaching session and I'm going to have you do the facilitation instead. And I will always say to them, go away and do the work, then come back to do the facilitation. Because again, it is so much more powerful when you arrive at your own awareness, when you learn to really 
deepen your trust. And the only way that you're going to deepen your trust in yourself is again through having that courage to get it wrong. And it doesn't need to be traumatic, okay? Have the support, receive the support for sure. And if it's something that's really tripping you up, then yes, absolutely get the coaching and have an expert walk you through it, which is something that I do with my clients. But really, it's about focusing on tapping into your emotional and intuitive intelligence so you arrive at your own solutions. So listener, if you're ready to have all of this, if you're ready to explore this deeper for yourself and understand how to do this, there are two ways you can receive some deeper support with all of this. Number one, if you're looking for ongoing support for an entire year with guidance, tools, resources, a community and access to expert training, then you're going to love my Translate community because Translate is the space where we're doing all of this inner work as you actively learn what your manifesting practice and framework is and customize that to what works for you. So if that sounds like fun and a space that you'd love to be in over the next year, as you intentionally create and design your manifesting framework so you can live your heart's desires and not just visualize or try to manifest them, then click on the link in the show notes and join us in the Translate community. I would love to see you there. And if you're a person that prefers some short-term self-paced support and guidance, just need a little bit of rocket fuel to help your manifesting practice so you know what to do, then I have the perfect solution for you. The emotional intelligence and manifesting immersive is going to be something that you will love. It is a powerful immersive where I'm covering navigating your emotional highs and lows so you can regulate your emotional state and prime yourself to balance the energy to receive your desires. This is really a training about how to regulate your emotions, how to manifest, even though you haven't quite got to the perfect mindset or belief systems or the feel-good emotions, how to manage your emotions so they don't run your energy and hold up your manifestations. So if that sounds good for you and you're not quite ready for the year-long commitment, then again, click on the show notes and I would love to see you on that mini, short, powerful, bite-sized training. And that is all I have for you today. So until next time, keep experimenting, be brave, have the courage to get it wrong, glean the wisdom from those mistakes, embrace those mistakes and happy creating. If you'd like a regular dose of magic and tips on how to create alignment in your energy through embodied wisdom and using spiritual laws and mindset work to make the intangible energetic shifts and translate them into tangible shifts in a way that supports how you're uniquely wired to manifest, get onto my email community. You can sign up to receive my free Creative Blueprint Shadows Guide on how to identify shadows that can negatively impact your desires from showing up and how to alchemize them into gifts so you can leverage them and use them to manifest more effectively.
It's been known to activate deep healing and understanding, and many people have uncovered and released deep blocks that have helped them to actualize some of their most heartfelt desires that they'd nearly given up on. The link's in the show notes if this is calling to you. Until next time, happy creating.